Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi. You've downloaded today's podcast. Dr. Carl joins us on today's podcast. How he calls everyone doctor. Yeah, it's his thing, doesn't he? What is he a doctor in? Uh, like a, a few different stuff. Everything, isn't he? I don't know. He'd, he'd be some sort of scientist is my guess. Yeah, scientist doctor. But he never did medicine as well, oh. did he? It was more science was always his role. Why is Dr. Carl a doctor? You ought to come up with something from bloody. Because he always grew up wanting to. various bachelors and master degrees in science and mathematics. Mathematics, yes. Bio, medical engineering, medicine and surgery. He is medicine as well. He's an accomplished wow. author. Oh. Wow. Astrophysics. You're a smart guy. Wow, and he's probably still studying as well because once you get to that level, it's like once you learn five languages, I believe all the others come easy. So maybe he's let one. It's like it all sort of falls into yeah. place. Yeah. Well, I was just talking um, to you guys about how I, don't, I like the cord of my headphones to be so even, right? I don't mm. like to be. Do you guys have the whole, like a, if, if people listening to the radio station, does it have to be a certain volume for you guys or are you okay with all that? Oh, like a number that's got to be an even yeah. number? Nah. I realise that when I get stressed, all that stuff goes even more. Mm. Like I'll go, I cannot step on cracks. The radio needs to be an even number. No. No? Do you no. never do that? Um, none of the my TV or my radio have numbers on the volume. And you got for a reason or you just didn't? No, they just, oh, that's, that's yeah. the way they came. I got little quirks like that. Like um, I like synchronicity and things mm. um, and balance and that sort of stuff. And pictures being out of whack annoys me. A great deal, you know. If your picture frames are skew, mm. even if it's not my house, yeah. I'll go around and. Reminds like some... a ritual, I think. Mm, yeah, you yeah. got to you got to touch OCD, it. Though. Yeah. 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 No, I don't think I do any of that. Hmm. I, I'm when I I think I get to a point where if I feel like I'm busy or stressed. I like to clean out cupboards. There you oh, go. Oh, yeah, That's I clean. Because you rearrange. You feel, you I feel like, you feel like there's something I can take organized. control of. Yeah. Everything else I can't control, so I'll clean this cupboard. Yeah, That's I why you, they say you write lists, because even if yeah. you cross over just the smallest amount, like mm. get out the broom, brush the kitchen with the broom, like and just across it off makes you feel like you're in yeah. control of it. Mm. I do love writing a to-do list with stuff I've already done. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> done list. Well, they say that with um, <laughs> yes. kids. Like if you've got a kids that are having a massive tantrum, it's because they don't feel in control of the situation. Mm. So you should always say, would you like to get out of that side of the car or that side of the mm. car? Either rent, like, are you going to get out of the car? Yeah, right. You give them the option. Or if they're not getting ready, you go, would you like to wear that dress or those pants? Yeah, today? give them the, yeah. yeah. you're like, you're in control of it. Mm. Eden picks her own clothes. She mm. loves picking her clothes. Mm. She pats them and goes, that's cute. <laughs> that's cute. That's cute. She'll do that. That's cute. That's what you say. That's cute. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But she'll also match the colours and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, she loves picking her clothes. Colour coordination. Yeah. Let her go. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll step in when she's about 15. Mm. Have a bit more say Not in Not a chance in the world. Or he'll just pick them up off the floor, give them a shake and bang them on. <laughs> oh, no, not, not Edie. Mm. She loves her fashion. Mm. Loves her fashion. She bought some new Emma uh, ballerina shoes mm. the other day at Big W. So she's five next year? Yeah. Five in March, so then she'll go to school and then turn five, yeah. yeah we're trying to get her off the dummy at the moment, or the mm. binky, as she calls it, because mm. she loves YouTube. And uh, we said to her, baby, no one at school has them. Mm. You can't take it to school. She goes, yes, I can. I'm going to take it in my bag. Okay. So she at the moment thinks she's going to take mm. it. I said mm. to Esther Letter. Said she'll only get it out once at school, and then that'll we be We had the a end. problem with Jagger with the dummy, yeah. so he gave it to the dummy fairies, mm, and it would yeah. have been it would have been well a year, a year and a bit before he went to school, mm. and they've never asked for it since. Yeah, got see. them all out of the house, gave it to him. They gave him a big 
truck mm. that he wanted, and that that was it. Yeah, we swapped out for did, the cats. We did prep him for I think two months. It mm. was like eight mm. weeks solid. We tried. I tried the dummy fairy, but um, she didn't want to do it. Oh mm. no! Yeah, no, they don't want to. Mm. It's a bit hard. You just got to make sure there's none. Otherwise, they will find. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing is, I think they're sporadically hidden throughout our house. Yeah, like that's we, what I'm saying. We, had to we go, go from a thousand it. dummies mm. to mm. one dummy mm. to no dummies, buy her another dummy, and then the thousand return. Mm. You yeah. know, you just got to You got to like, cut down the addiction. You got to say we're not buying anymore, but it's hard, especially yeah. when like one of them breaks and they still have that like addiction suck. And mm. you see, it's just like. She loves it. Comfort. Yeah. All right. Here's the podcast, guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Oh, g'day. It's Tradie Chat Tuesday. Well, he's having fun hanging with Abby's mom. He's looking svelte in his tool belt. It's time to head to Abby's house and Scotty Too Hottie for Tradie Chat Tuesday. Hey, morning. How are we, Stabby? We are it's good. Yeah, hanging with Abby's mum, I am actually, yes. Uh, we're up and about having a coffee and getting the kids going. Mm, they sit there and have a coffee together. Family. Actually, Scott sits there, mum never sits down, she's too busy doing stuff. But, yeah. No, she's sitting down right now, thank you very much. Is she? <laughs> lazy, lazy. <laughs> Mate, uh, every Tuesday you come to the show, you bring the topic of the day, um, whether it's something oh, happening for you. One, all around that's the world. Number one, son. That's why we're number one. <laughs> that, yes, that's right. Congratulations on the ratings, by the way. Number yeah. one breakfast show, and you're a part of that, Scotty. That's right, mate. This is my bonus. And, the, you know, I always got to talk to you about the money because Zabby just fogged me off. So, uh, you know. And, he knows uh, that you're all money, you money. Checking the mail or what, mate? Mate, well, as I say to everyone, as yep. long as the checks are clearing, and the check will clear eventually, my friend. So, <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for us today, brother? All right, okay. So, I'm going in for my uh, right ear this week. So, um, for ear surgery, I've got to go get my ear drilled out again. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, not looking forward to it, but anyway. Because you've got um, surfers, surfers here. Yeah, so and it's like ev- evolution, I guess, when you're surfing in cold water, which is always done because great surf and white sharks, um, they the bone grows over to protect the ear. So when you get water in it, you can't hear. So in one ear, he's had like, he's, he's just always had bad hearing, mm. which is why we're still married. And then yeah. I was like, nah, you got to get one drilled. So he did, hated it, but now he's got to go get the other. Because I thought it would be annoying having it uneven now. Oh, yeah, look, I had a hearing test and they said pretty good actually considering the uh the size of the pinhole that's in my ear that uh, the mm. noise can get through mm. but apparently my drums are uh my eardrums are fine which is probably lucky working with all those power tools yeah um, <clears throat> well all the ppe that you wear too scotty of course that's, that's been exactly saving right. you <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, why, yeah. Wear, not- wear that stuff theoretically um so yeah uh it is definitely i reckon um i definitely got to thank my ears growing over for my not deafness. Do you know what he's headless about, though? A do- surgeon sent him to a hearing test, and he's like, why do I need to pay for a hearing test because it's so expensive mm. to tell me that my hearing's bad? I could have just told you that. So he had to go for a hearing test yesterday, and he thinks that they, ah, they charge too much and they're not qualified. All oh, right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, well. Almost 200 bucks. Yeah. And I was in there for 20 minutes. Well, think about it. Jesus, I could do one with you right now, off. Scotty. Like... Simple as this. Can Making you, money. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Right. Can you hear me now? Of course I can. Can you hear me now? 
<laughs> you had one of those hearings just haven't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got the little man that does the different voices and does whispers. I find them hugely stressful. Do you? Yeah, so yeah. I, but I said to Scotty, they have to train for that. And he goes, that's rubbish. I trained for four years to be a carpenter, mm. so I should get paid more. It's just every time he ever goes to see anyone, he gets annoyed that they get paid more than he does for 20 yeah. minutes for two hours. God, I hope yeah. you never need a lawyer. I <laughs> had <laughs> uh, yeah. one of those once before, but we're okay there. It's because you don't have any sort of, you don't have the DR in front of you. If we started calling uh, oh. carpenters doctors of Dr. timber, <laughs> <laughs> then then you could triple your rate, mate, you know? Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, you know, doctor, Dr. Spark for electricians, <laughs> you know, Dr. Pooh. I yeah, think Dr. there Wood. are them. That's pretty good business, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mm. You just put doctor in front of anything. We're doctor of radio. Yes, <laughs> we are. We're doctors of broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. And if you, put, if you put a little certificate up on your wall in oh. like a fancy looking no, um, frame. Of course. Yeah. 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 yeah, look at You're that. Done. If you yeah. if you've got a plaque on your desk that's gold engraved gold, mm. people are like oh they they're serious. Mm. I'm sure mm. all the other real doctors wouldn't that mind that at all. <laughs> I'd be happy with that. If, is there a doctor on board the plane? Yes, 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 yes there yep, is. Yep, yes, yep. there is. Coming up the front. Let's well, do it. Best of luck, mate. When are you having that sec? When are you having surgery on your other ear to clear it out? So, Thursday. Thursday, but he gets a night there as well, so it's like, oh, it's, not, it's a holiday. You having a sleepover? Sleepover. Oh, that's sleepover. good. That's good. There'll be a no, footy game on that night. Awesome. Is it? Yeah, if footy's on, I'll be able to just sit back and watch the game. That'll be able to good. hear it. Yeah, with painkillers, you'll be fine. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. Share your problem and we'll be able to get a solution for you. You can send it at dearabby at b105.com.au. This one... <laughs> She said, first mm. up, I heard that you guys say that you love the show A Current Affair. Well, thank you so much for listening. Yes, Maddie and I do. We think it's a brilliant show. Stav doesn't like it. The nope. journalistic integrity oh, of that show it is, is non-existent. Just it's unbelievable. Drama. I yeah, I'd agree with that. The so, way that they mm, go for the story and they just do. They find, never stop. So she know. said, well, I've got one for you, dot, dot, dot. We've lived in our house for seven and a half years in Capalabar, among the beautiful bushland. We have had a lovely neighbour for the first five years. Or neighbour story, always But the, the last <laughs> two and a half years have been an utter joke. Uh, a tree on our neighbour's yard was growing over our boundary. The large branches were falling down and the leaves in our gutter. I mentioned it was a real big concern if one of the branches would fall down and hit one of our kids and wa- kids while they were playing in the backyard. I did say to them a few times, can you please cut it back? They said maybe they'll get around to it, but it was a bit vague. Um, and it never happened. We had an abattoir. Ab- 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 um, is that it? Arborist. 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 Um, is <laughs> a little bit different. Uh, well, I don't want to tell you how she stuff. spelled it. But anyway, uh, over at our house, um, working on another tree. So I ran over to the neighbours to ask whether we could trim it back while they were there. They weren't home. I made the decision to just do it. We thought we would pay for it. But rather than pay for the removal, which mm. was a large thing, I said, what do we do with the branches? The professional said, well, it's just a standard norm to throw them back over for them to dispose of. Mm -hmm. I thought this was kind of nice as where, as I said, we were paying for it. Well, all hell broke loose. I woke up the morning to all the branches back over our side. We thought it was just a bit of a fun joke because, like I said, we always got along well with them. So my neighbour and I went out and threw them back over. (laughs) Then they ended up in ours. So we thought, okay, this maybe not is a joke. So we got rid of them. We tried to chat to them and we were just ignored. Mm. Since then... 
Oh, so they eventually dispose. They eventually dispose right, it. Okay. Since the then, people. every single week, we have found large, large, huge branches from the bushland in our backyard. Mm. The neighbours wait for us to go out and then they must go and find the biggest branch that they possibly can. It must take <laughs> two of them to throw it over. We have spoke to them about it and they've absolutely denied it. Mm. It's ridiculous because we know it's them. Hubby wants to put in cameras, but my dad said people that have cameras get robbed because it looks like you've got something yeah. <laughs> worth or, or, stealing. Or, or there's a meth lab inside. It's mm. so ridiculous. I mean, how immature must you get? They even put on the fireplace, no matter what the weather is, if the wind is blowing over our way so at the smoke goes over to our place. <laughs> Middle of summer. Yeah. Oh, so the my wind's out, quick fire the, up. They're firing up a fire every day. Why would they be throwing away the wood? Well, they, maybe know. that's how they're getting rid of said tree. Maybe it is. Yeah. My question is... Has anyone made peace with a neighbour's in an argument, or has it gone on for years? Mm. I've said to my husband, I want to bake cakes, but then they never answer the doorbell. I just think it's ridiculous. Has anyone got over a neighbour argument? Nah. 13, 10, 16. Nah. Or maybe you want to do the opposite. Maybe you, you, you want to say, look, I made peace. I tried to go over there, mm. and this is what happened. Because yeah. how long could you go on for? Well, you don't have a choice. You've got to go on forever. You live next door to them, unless yeah. you move. But it looks like they're not participating in it. Mm. I, I would love to hear a story of neighbours making peace. But if you've tried to make peace and it's never happened, call as well. But you, I, haven't, I don't... you haven't made peace with the guy across the road, have you? No, oh, yeah, he'll... good point. But he's You're so for close him to, die. to death. That it's then not why don't you matter. make peace with him? Well, say... I'm, I'm still super friendly. Like, oh, whenever I see him because he loves to walk the neighbourhood, mm. I always wave and say hello. Yeah, but why don't you take something over? Nah. Like, make nah. 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 you know, Are you waving to. and saying hello smarmily as well? It's like, hey, mate. No, I'm no. doing it really happily. Okay. But I'm smarmily inside. Yeah. Like, why don't you say, I just yeah. got back from church, uh, I prayed for you there, and I just wanted to give you some cookies? I'm an atheist. Go on. <laughs> yeah. It probably will. He will. <laughs> He's Scottish. Uh, yeah. Well, 131060, phones are open. By the way, I believe mm. that if the tree is hanging over your side, you're well within your right to throw it back over. Yeah. That's... I, went and, I went and had a bit of a... Last night I went to a wormhole and found what the law says. Right. What does the law say? Well, the law says that you can ask them to trim back, but you need to sort of prove that it's going to be of a danger within the next 12 months. Well, Does that make easy. sense? Well. So if you're saying that it's li- it's coming over and it might do damage to the house. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, see, I'm not allowed but to I... stand on my fence and lean over the fence looking in their backyard for six days straight. Yeah, so then but their I think trees you still can't cut it either. without their permission. So the responsibility is placed on the tree keeper to ensure that the neighbour's land is not affected by the tree growing over. Yeah. So, yeah, for the purpose of it... Um, uh, if it's affected by a neighbour, they can demonstrate that the branches from the tree overhang their land or the tree cause um, is likely in the next 12 months. Right. Which is serious injury to a person or to damage the property. Well, it'll damage your grass if you're getting too much shade I don't know, grass, it did so. say grass. <laughs> Protect it your turf, people. <laughs> Protect your turf. <laughs> 13, 10, 60. Can you uh, make, kiss and make up with a neighbour? Okay, anonymous number one on the phone. What's your story? Hi, so I live on acreage and we had our neighbours come into our property that was like edging onto theirs and they decided to cut down a tree um, without asking us mm-hmm. or telling us that they were going to. Um, and it's something that they've, you know, always wanted us to do is cut these big, beautiful gum trees down and they've just gone and cut a tree down of their own accord. Mm. Um so I was at home and I got very cross and very cranky very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we immediately fenced our yard. Um, within a week, we had a fence up of that area. 
Um, and yeah, so we didn't speak for a good 12 months, 18 months, I'd say. Which is very interesting to live on an acreage. You're so far away from your neighbour, yet you still manage to fight with them. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, they're sort of, well, I wouldn't like to say old fuddy-duddies, but, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah, they they are. Are. Why was the problem so, with your tree, though? Why, if it was so... Well, you... they thought it was dangerous because it, it was sort of, it was an older tree and they think that all these trees, they drop limbs and they're quite large, but they're nowhere near houses or anything like that. Right. So there's actually no dramas whatsoever with them. But this tree was half dead. So, but, you know, it really was not causing an issue at all, but they just thought that they'd take it upon themselves to do it. They could see that they'd done nothing wrong. They'd come well into our property to do so, mm. um, but they just didn't think there was anything wrong with it at all. Doing you a favour. And what are you guys like now? You said you weren't talking for like 18 months. Yeah, we're, we're civil now. I wouldn't civil, say that we're okay. best mates, but we're certainly civil. Um, you know, we will talk and say hi over the fence and, and talk about the weather and that sort of thing, but mm. it's not, um, you know, but it can get better. We don't, we don't do things like put big branches in no, there. No, no, this seems like yard. it's real. See, I always think it's hard if yeah. you, like, at least you've got a little bit of space, but if you're having a fight with your neighbour, mm. what happens when you drive home at the same time? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, you catch each other's yeah. eyes, you're like, I'm not going to get the mail, I'm going to run straight in, or what about Ben? Yeah, it'd be uncomfortable. Like, there's a lot yeah. of... Yeah, well, you got to sit in your car and pretend to be on the phone. It's like when you see someone that you do like, but you see them at the start of a supermarket oh, shop, the worst. and then you see them each aisle, mm. you just go, mm. oh, to come back. Yeah, I'll just leave the trolley. <laughs> I'm but, going. But also, too, like if there's ever an, a medical emergency or something, you'd think you'd yell out to your neighbour. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, your house is on fire, but we're not talking, so I didn't do anything about it. I would have texted you up, but you cut down that tree <laughs> that time. that tree. Do you know, you it know? seems like not anyone has caught People have caught up and said that they've got bag fights, but no one's really made amends. Mm. No. Well, that's oh. not how a current affair works, is it? The incredible story of how two people made friends. <laughs> <laughs> it you won't believe it. With a fence. Mm. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Stab Abby and Matt. Hey, phone roulette. You gotta know when we're phoning. When we're phoning. Know when we're calling. Is it a week we've been trying to get someone to pick a payphone up for now? To be that. fair, we, we just did it as a bit of a joke because we thought, yeah, yeah, if someone answers, we'll give them $100. But then no one's been answering. No. Apparently it's a dodgy thing to do. But it all started after a sign that we found uh, saying, don't be on the payphone for longer than 15 minutes. We realised people are doing it with uh, phone cards to call overseas. Aspley has the busiest phone box then why aren't we calling in the that world, one? apparently. We did ring it, remember? And someone hang up. Oh, hung up. Yeah. 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 I'm trying yeah. to ring my missus overseas. Yeah. Get lost. So now it's become a bit of a mission, right? Where we're, we're not, not going to stop. stop. Yeah, yeah, until we get one. Oh, really? No. Nah. Yeah. All then right. Then once we get one, we'll... Commitment uh, to the cause. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people called yesterday and they were like, it's really dodgy. We've seen the movies. If you answer a payphone, mm. it doesn't end well. There's a there's a day of explosions and death and destruction no, ahead no of you. No explosions, just instant cash. Because Rory, a our cash explosion. explosion. <laughs> okay, imagine that. Maybe we should do that, Cannon. Uh, Rory, our daytime announcer is out on the streets of Oxley. Yeah, uh, obviously because I've been picking awful phone boxes. Mm. Uh, a lovely lady by the name of Steph said, "Got to go to Oxley," and I found a spot that has about three of them right around each other. So it's like there has to be. Telstra wouldn't be putting three payphones so close to each other if it didn't have hot foot traffic. That's true. Yeah. Steph better not answer, though. <laughs> it doesn't count if Steph, Steph answers. answers. 
Well, I haven't. Well, I, 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 I haven't asked names, so she might be here. She might be more incognito than I am. But there are people uh, around. People around you. Definitely more people around than yesterday. Okay. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. But out the front of actually about the front of the uh, the station, Oxley, one of those classic. Uh, was it like a Woolworth, BWS, bakery, yeah. newsagent type vibe? So yeah. this one is right out the front of a kebab joint. Oh no! Is that where you? Um, shop though. Shop. That, that one shop. No, yeah, the chicken shop. No different. No, that's another one. Well, if Esther answers as well, that's, <laughs> that's void. Okay. But, uh, but this, this, um, that kebab shop does a great. Um, kebab. Uh, <laughs> kebab. No, what's the box? The um, HSP. Yes. What's it called? The HSP, the Halal Snack Pack. Halal Snack Pack. Halal Snack Pack. That's the one. Yes. So good. So good. So good. All right. So we're going to ring this one there at the Oxley Shops. If uh, someone picks up, they win 100 bucks instantly. Anyone look? Well, it's definitely definitely ringing, and Mm -hmm. I can hear it. And it's probably the loudest of the payphones so far. Yeah, oh, some bloke just walked into the shop. He looked at it and went, that's weird, kept walking. <laughs> um, a guy is buying some bread. Um, I don't think he's heard it yet. Um, look, there is a delivery driver as well. They're having a bit of a wander. Bloke's walking his dog. Come on. Um, come on, God, come on. Walk in your dog and pick up a phone. I would. I just don't think you would. You only do this now, you know, that it's us calling. I did see cops driving around before, so maybe they think it is dodgy. Like, I just think we've got really bad luck here. The cops always go down there for coffee, mm. to the Black uh, Milk Cafe. Yeah. yeah. So they always... Oh, isn't, isn't this your area, Maddie? That sounds about right, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> They're always looking for Maddie. If only they knew he was here in the morning. There's one around the corner he could run to right, and try. We have, oh, hang on. We have got some people walking towards okay, the phone okay, now. Okay, 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 this is okay. very prompting. Yeah, great. We're off. They're walking towards... Oh, he a student vibe. Hang on, this this bloke looks like he's pick it up, mate. Come on. No. Mm. There's a few Eshays that hang oh, about there he, too. Are the Eshays about? He, he had his phone in. Oh, hang on. Oh, bloke. Oh, bloke. Oh, no. No, he looked at it. He looked at Everyone's it. Everyone's looking at it, but I'm picking it up. Is it true that after we finished calling yesterday, people were driving up to go and get it? As soon as, like, as soon as you, like, we hung up, a dude wowed out his window and said, oh, pick it up for me, bruh. And I said, get out of your car, I didn't, mate. I didn't hang uh, it up. I just rang out. It just it rang, rang out. out. So it does uh, eventually ring out. Uh, 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 no, oh, bloody Esther's here. Go away, though. No, she's <laughs> not. She is not. I would have thought, mate. I thought Oxley was braver than that. I really oh, see, thought I'm we so, would have picked so, it up. I think Karina. Can we go Yeah? Yeah, we get, well, we're going to anyway. We've got plenty of... Talk to your wife. You can't have the money. Oh, is Esther really there? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he thought you were joking. Hey, love, did you go to get the hey. phone box or would you just... <laughs> no, I was getting a coffee and I saw Rowan. I was like, oh, <laughs> We were joking, <laughs> saying that you'd run down to answer away. the phone box. This is us. No, hey, I want my money, though. Babe, I'm going to ring the phone box. You go and pick it up to check that it's going <laughs> to okay. work. We'll give one go. All okay. right, hang up. Okay. I, thought, I thought it was joking. <laughs> All right, guess who she's... We're not, we're not going to give her the money. Just get her to answer it. Imagine if she doesn't. Oh, hang on. Hello? Hey, Hi. sexy. Hey. You know what the problem is? It rings really quiet. Hey, yeah, we've heard that. What? When's the last time you were on a payphone? Um, Probably when I was, like, prank calling some boy I liked when yeah. I was 14. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't me. 
No, you were 10. Yep. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything, oh, Esther. Well done. I would have loved it, though. All right, babe. Have a good day. Love okay, you. Bye. Love you. Love you. Bye. All right, another payphone tomorrow here at B105. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I don't know if there's a difference about you today or not. I'm going to guess no. Uh, but you were saying that you went out uh, for dinner at a pub with your wife. You went to the bathroom and you found... Wipe-on sex appeal. Do it with your sexy voice. Huh. Uh, no, don't, don't, don't. Uh, but you could buy it for $2 appeal. and you haven't opened it, but it's pheromones. And I, I just don't... I think it's just an alcohol wipe with nice smelly... Fragrance. Harness the unfair advantage of nature's pheromone source. Warning can trigger powerful responses. Use with caution. It was the Monia Hotel, lads, if you want to pop in and get yourself What exactly some. are pheromones? Well, They're... it's like, you know, when an animal is, uh, it's mating season, an animal has a musk, it has a scent. Yeah, but it... do you release it is what I want to yeah. know. And it, re- and it signifies to animals in nature that it's mating time. We can get an answer on this. Yeah, I know. The doctor That's of everything. Yep. Dr. Carl joins us this morning. Talk us through how our pheromones work and how this very dangerous wipe works, Dr. Mm. Carl? It does work, but there's a strong qualification, Dr. Stav, Dr. Maddie, and Dr. Abby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So pheromone means afar and moan means to exercise. Excite. So they're like a hormone, mm. except they travel outside the body. And in nature, they're used for the three major purposes of food, death, and sex. Mm-hmm. And the way oh. they're used for food is if an ant is going around and it sees some food, it grabs a bit of the food, goes back to the nest, and squirts on the ground a trail of chemical called a pheromone. Mm-hmm. Other ants see this, and then suddenly you've got a million ants trying to steal your lunch. Right. The way it's used for death, if you're an ant or a wolf and you come into the nest or the pack and you smell different, They'll kill you. Nothing personal, it's just business. <laughs> right. you smell different. So what you're right? saying is... And the I way could, it's used for yeah. sex is that you've got yourself something like a uh, gypsy moth and it releases the female, she releases a hormone, and eight kilometres away a male can be attracted. Wow. So pheromones definitely exist and there are sex pheromones. And almost certainly, uh, Dr. Maddie, you have got yourself a sex pheromone, but notice that it says it can um, cause a powerful response. It said that, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. it says warning can trigger a powerful response used with caution. <laughs> notice it said a powerful response and left out two words. Mm-hmm. Those two words were inhumans. Uh-huh. What you almost certainly have is a genuine male sex pheromone mm. from pigs. Oh, <laughs> surrounded by lust crazed female pigs. Right. So, it's a, so you can actually bottle it then. So when they use it, it's in a spray or it's in a perfume. They are actually putting a pheromone, but not one that humans like. That's right. And in humans, we've got so many extra overlays of, compl- uh, of complication when it comes to loving another person very much in a special way, such as how big is their wallet? Mm-hmm. Have yeah. they been on TV? Mm-hmm. So we might want to eat, Maddie, but yeah. yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Or we could want to kill you if we're going back to some of the other. <laughs> Think of the prey mantis. Do they use uh, pigs, Dr. Carr, because they're very close in um, biologically to um, humans? Yeah, you're spot on. And also, they're very easy to get. Um, but it hasn't been really, really proven mm. that uh, pheromones work in humans. There was an experiment done in the 80s which has sort of had a bit of doubt thrown upon it. And what we had was a situation where there was a woman living in a flat and she was famous or notorious for the fact that if any other woman moved in with her, that second woman would synchronise her menstrual cycles with the first woman. Mm-hmm. And so they got this uh, woman who was apparently a powerful driver of other women's cycles to 
put a cotton pad in her armpit mm. to collect the armpit sweat, and then every second day she would drop it off at a laboratory. They then put the cotton pad in alcohol and then bring out essence of armpit, and then they had a whole bunch of female volunteers, and they would put every day a drop of this alcohol containing mysterious chemical X, whatever it was, on the upper lip of these female volunteers, mm. and apparently after several months, 80% of these women then started synchronizing cycles with a woman they never met. Wow. But then on the other hand, there have been follow-up studies that show that what the, the effect wasn't that powerful. So there is yeah, an effect, but it's not hugely powerful as though you, you put the pheromone on and then suddenly every pig within four kilometers is coming at you. So, are you sure? Are you sure? So this won't do anything to the women in the office, but, but if, I went, if I went to a pig farm, then... I'd get ravaged, savaged by Perhaps the female pigs. The technology might have moved on since then. They might have gone from dogs or lizards. I don't know. Right. We don't know where it's coming from. Um, the, it'd be difficult to test it. Put it on a climb out. Put it on to go to the zoo. <laughs> so right. if they're marketing it, you, you think it's all just, it's a bit of bollocks? It's not actually going to work to draw in the people that he wants? Um. I know this is hard to believe, but sometimes <laughs> advertisers and politicians are a little loose with the truth. Right. Uh, oh, my God. Okay, okay. okay. Well, right. Dr. Carl, um, thank you so much for your time. You do have your little book of climate change science, which is available now, so you're a very honest man. We can get on there and have a read about that. I'm still going to do my science experiment. I'm going to wipe it on me you didn't have day. it on today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wipe it on me, and you have to tell me the day I've got it on. All okay. right. All right. Okay. Well, you smell like a pig. You smell like bacon. <laughs> Which would attract yeah, me. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Party people! Abby's 40K birthday. Like the way you Yeah, the party's coming, guys. You can win $40,000 if you get yourself a ticket to this party. We'll give it away on the night. Stav and I have our clipboards. We have our headsets. We are the party planners. Yeah, we won't even have any fun. We'll be so busy. Really? You're going to stay sober, are you, Stav? Didn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be busy working. We want this to be. We want this to be the party of your life. Yes, even with okay. all the attitude you're throwing at it. Forty is <laughs> <laughs> a great milestone. It's a big one. It's a memorable party mm. because between forty and fifty, they just you just push them to the side. Those birthdays, okay. you know, it's like your twenty-first to your thirtieth, thirtieth to fortieth. Yeah, we we got together and we're like. What would she really what would want? She really want. And then you went the opposite. No. Why does she keep on? You know. Don't trust. Because what do I really want? I don't even know what I really want. No, well, we know. We oh, know you better you? than you know you? yourself. Thank you. Yeah. You know what why we, really want? we know what you want? Because we listen. You tell us what yes. you want. Chris Hemsworth is a nice guy, isn't he? Great personality. Man, if you tell me to do push-ups, I am doing push-ups with you. Chris Hemsworth and Liam Hemsworth, they are both in Byron Bay. They're living there. Chris Not Hemsworth, anymore. talk about the health benefits of walking bare feet. Why don't you do a Hemsworth? Yeah, go They all foot. seem happy and earth. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth. I love Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth posed with his dog. Chris exactly. Hemsworth is attractive. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. That was just one show. <laughs> I'm a bit, that's a bit over the top. Sorry about that. Well, that's not even the tip of the iceberg. This morning you were talking about his wife. I haven't written to Chris Hemsworth, but I've written to Chris Hemsworth's wife. Well, just say back off. (laughs) I'm coming for ya. What's her name again? Elsa? Yeah. Look at her pretending. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Elsa. I just want to congratulate you on a wonderful season of Tidelands. Is there any um, season two in the works? I just watched it while breastfeeding and absolutely loved it. You were the true queen. And you weren't even drunk because you were breastfeeding. Breastfeeding. 
<laughs> so wait, is Chris Hemsworth coming? Is that what you guys are thinking? Because I mean, I, what if? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't understand how that translates. Someone talk. So yesterday, yes, we sent an invite to Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, he didn't respond. So what? Else? We tweeted this to him. Hey, Chris, what's up? Stav and Maddie. Of course, you know that because you listen to the radio show all the time. Now, our co-host, Abby, is a huge fan. She's turning 40 years old and nothing would make that little girl more happy than if you came along to her birthday party. So you're the very first person we're inviting and we're so excited that you're going to be able to make it. 40th birthday with Chris Hemsworth. Better get your name right first. Um, Come on, make a little girl's dream come true. You'd be very Thor if you missed it. Oh, God. You sure you want to send that to yeah, him? I'm pretty sure. You sure? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be lit. Did you send that? Of course we did. Yeah. Yes. And no response? Not yet. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm it's mad. on red. Yeah. But I don't understand what's that good to do with the party. What? So you just, that's... We've invited Chris, Chris Hemsworth, Hemsworth to, to your, your party. Thank you. You're welcome. Yep. Now, this is it, right, guys? Wow. We need to make this happen for Abby, all right? People. Do you have a connection? Do you have some connection to Chris Hemsworth? Mm -hmm. We're not going to give up until Chris drinks a cocktail at your party. Okay, Okay. all right, let's just unpack this. Um, Happy birthday to you. Yeah, no, that's cool. I mean, I, you know, I do love him. I talk about him for too much, obviously. But he's not going to come. Oh, Oh, you don't know. What's that about? No, What's that about? He goes to the hospital and helps out sick children. He doesn't go to some sad 40-year-old woman who about talks that. If you could, about um, him. If you could just cough a little bit more <laughs> the whole during time this show. On radio. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. No, I do appreciate it. We said that to him um, via our Twitter. Mm. He's got 7.1 million followers on Twitter. We had to do it on Twitter last night because we knew that you would see it on Instagram. Oh, right. to surprise I, never, you. Ever, I never look at Twitter. No, no, never okay. So we're going to Insta him now. We're going to Facebook him. And if anyone has any slight, minuscule connection to Chris Hemsworth, yeah. okay. 13 10 60, ring us now because we're going to get Chris to have a cocktail with you at your birthday. And when he's doing that, what venue are we at? Have you locked that in? Boo, no, we can't tell everyone. No. If we tell everyone that now... You haven't, though, have you? you've but just, but you've if Chris Hemsworth's tweeted, coming... You've tweeted at Chris Hemsworth and that's all you We can't tell everyone yet because then they'll no. mob it. That's true, especially if he's coming. It almost have to be a secret venue. Okay, we know I how to deal with celebrities. Not happy. We know how to deal with celebrities, guys. Mm. 13, 10, 60, whether you were his barista, whether you sold him a pair of shoes when he was seven, doesn't matter. Let's get to Chris, baby. Abby is going to... What kind of cocktail are you going to have? Spicy mug? No. What would you have? That's not the first one that came to my head. But anyway. What would you have? Mojito. Yeah, yep. We're going to track him down for sure and have him at your birthday. Imagine that. You're standing there and he walks in. You'll have to uninvite your husband. Mm-hmm. I'm just so surprised, to be honest. You're welcome. You're welcome. Amanda, Hinjin Lee, are uh, you close to Chris Hemsworth? Uh, I wish I was. Okay. No, my daughter interviewed him on Juice TV through the Children's Hospital oh, and yes. absolutely threw me under the bus saying that my mum was in love with him. Oh, <laughs> which is true. Did you swap yes, details? Did you swap details? Sorry? Did you swap details, get his number, we give him a call? No, 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 but go through Juice TV. They've got all of his private details. That Pip. is true. Yes. I did speak to Pip the other day. She does, but she is so protective of it because all the celebrities that they go there, they don't tell anyone else. They go through a secret entrance. Mm. It's like self secret entrance for Chris at the party. I'll write that right. down. You don't have a venue. Secret. There we go. Entrance. Get let's the help, venue first. Let's say we'll pick the venue.
Big Happy secret Avengers is. Happy Avengers is if you can't. <laughs> Danny Allen. Sold. <laughs> Help my hey party guys, planners out. Hey, hon. <laughs> Um, so my husband actually used to party with his personal trainer back in Melbourne. Oh. Luke Zocchi, uh, now they're best friends, yeah. Luke and him. I know, and I, it's funny the story they um, how they met and everything, but through his cousin. But yeah, we could definitely send a message to Luke Zocchi or to Chris. Uh, no, to Luke Zocchi, and then he can, you can pass see what it he on. can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like that's the. The best connection. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, hey, great, Danielle, that's great. And lift, and lift. Uh, I just got a message. You're invited to a party. Don't stop the lifts. Come on. Keep on going. And he'll turn around and go, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I got that invite. All right. Esther in Newbeef. How do you know uh, Chris Hemsworth? Morning, guys. Morning. So my husband worked with his bestie in Melbourne, and he was actually meant to come to their wedding, but he was filming The Avengers. So I would have met him, Abby. Damn it. Oh. What does your yeah. hobby do for work? Well, in in Melbourne, when we were living there, he was a uh, train maintenance for Metro, but he's a chippy up here in Queensland. Oh, right. So okay. he still knows he still knows Chris's best mate that they, you know, when he flies over to the US to do like the Avengers stuff, he flies with his mate. Right. Yeah. Oh, this is good. Tell him to get in touch and say, hey, flick flick a text to Chris and let him know this party invite. Um, it's also on at B105 underscore Brisbane on Twitter. Everyone needs to retweet, retweet it, it and just spam Chris's account mm-hmm. so he he's definitely has got this invite mm-hmm. and comes to the party. Yeah, we'll force him to come. Caitlin and Carindale, <laughs> how do you know Chris Hemsworth? I actually got to sit next to him for 12 hours on a flight back from LA. Force quality time. Wow. And did you chat? Yeah, a little bit. I actually passed out for 10 of those hours. I was kicking myself. Because you were sitting next to him or was that unrelated? (laughs) I would have been as well. Yeah, unrelated, but probably some correlation. Oh, wow. Okay, so um, can you get in contact with him now or...? Uh, I'll give it a red hot go. Yeah, yeah. Jump on the Twitter. Retweet it. was me, Caitlin. I look really pretty when I slept for 10 hours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can imagine that. You would wake up. Would I'd you go, like, did I drill? just dribble? Mm. Oh, God, please don't fart. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a sleep farter? I don't know. <laughs> it's always been my biggest fear. Now you would. Everyone does. Why would I then? Well, Esther does, so I just assume all girls do. Because yeah. you, you just you relax. Mm. I don't know if I snore even. I've never always wanted to know. But everyone always goes, like, Abby always goes, no, of course not. Mm. Hey, Katie. Hello. How do you know Chris? Um, I ran into him a couple of years ago down in Ballina. Oh, beautiful place of the world, yep. Yeah. Yeah, I used to live down there. So anyway, we just sat and chatted for a couple of minutes and, yeah. Swap numbers? No. Okay. No, his wife was there, so. <laughs> right. What do you reckon the odds yeah. are of him? Like, he's such a nice guy, you would say when he sees this invite, he'll definitely come. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, very down to earth. Mm. Yeah. Emily. Hey, Emily, you've partied with Chris before? I have indeed, and it's a story that will find any excuse to share to anybody. <laughs> oh, where, where it all is. At his current house? Uh, yes, it was before he built his McMansion. It yep. was actually his, his private and personal New Year's Eve party. So we're bringing in 2016 with him um, in Byron Bay at Broken Head there. So I know exactly where he lives. And it was with all of his family. Miley was there at the time. Wow. Um, he is the most loveliest guy. And I found any excuse to touch him and speak to him. <laughs> Can you get him to the party? Oh, of course. I'm sure if he knows me by name, of course. All right, oh, you yeah. need to... 
Hit him up. Hit him up. Send him a message, Emily. What date are you telling him to come? Uh, um, we'll to take. Abby's 45th. <laughs> yeah, I know, but... We'll give it to her. Okay. We'll give you right. a date, you, Emily. You know, hang yeah. there. Now, hang on. We're just getting a message here uh, coming through from the producers. Mm. What What have we just found? So, obviously, like, we're professional stalkers. That's what we get paid to do. Um, But he's just posted a photo on Instagram with one of Abby's old lecturers, George Miller. He's doing something with the arts and the New South Wales state government. So, George Miller's a a, a top um, director, you know. Oh, yeah, director of Mad Max films. And And he's um, just cast... And he's rear lecturer of mine at drama school. Oh, and if he's your old lecturer, he wouldn't have forgotten you. So, when we ring him... He would totally exactly. have forgotten me. I've interviewed him since and we didn't say, I remember he yeah, was doing, doing Happy, happy Feet, feet and Robin I didn't say Williams. anything. Yeah. Now, this is good. Chris okay. Hemsworth is coming to Abby's 40th birthday party. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks. Tomorrow, 10 grand on the line. 8 a.m. is when we are going to play. Your answers are Frank Walker <laughs> and Fries. What's a question for Frank Walker? Name someone who sells tiles. No. What comes after hello? Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Yeah, it is back on tonight. Dancing with the Stars, 7.30, Channel 7. Uh, It is a bloody great show. And Beck Hewitt is on there. Good morning, Beck. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're good. We're so excited to see you on the show. And I was even so excited on the, the, the lead up to it because people were posting Instagram videos of you being in the diner for Home and Away. And it, that was amazing <laughs> to have you back there. Did it feel strange? Yes. Um, it, was, it was a little bit strange because it wasn't the set that I worked in. Mm. Yeah. But it was still really cool just to be there with Ada and Luke and Lincoln. Um, we're all buddies from way back. So we had to take the opportunity and do that. You know, Abby almost replaced you on Home and Away. No, I didn't. No, I, no, I was. I failed the audition, Beck. I was in the lead up to replace you. You, you know, would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I really wasn't. Uh, but <laughs> it was her confidence that got her the gig. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, I could hear the casting director because you were pregnant at the time. I'm not talking about in in real life, but Haley, the character, was right. Yes. Yep. And I heard them yep, say, so- and I got through the final like, like it was, I think there was the final three. And then someone goes, oh, she's really good, but she's too big. And I yelled out, but she's pregnant, so it's supposed to work. Oh, my goodness. I know. And then oh, I had to so leave the funny. Room. Yes, well, I wasn't actually pregnant myself when I was filming it. And I um, also had the little belly on top of my because my character was further along than what I was. What do oh, they, what right, do they put yeah. in there as the, the fake belly? Oh, I don't know. Whatever kind of foam stuffing stuff that's used, I really don't know. Yeah, it's like a foam, thing, like padding. It gets thing. hot though. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, it would be real sweaty, wouldn't it? You poor thing. <laughs> oh, it's not too bad. It's okay. <laughs> hey, so this is a great season. You're you're back, and it's all it's like an all stars season, and there's a few um, wild cards as well. Chappelle Corby is uh, is on there, and everyone's actually loving her on the show. Um, I've heard that she's a really lovely person as well in real life. Chappelle is the sweetest. She just got along with everybody, and I felt like she really embraced the whole experience. Mm. And I think she blew people away with her performance on the dance floor. Her first one was stunning. Mm, they all had to apologise to her. I'm like, yeah, don't say they? it. Yeah. They're like, apologies, we didn't actually think you'd be very good. Oh, I thought I'm she'd like, be horrible. That's like such a backhand compliment, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, she did an incredible job, and it was lovely to have her a part of the show. Now, Dancing with the Stars, the trick is to practice as much. That's what you always see on the show each year, Mm -hmm. they say that. When you get home, 
is Leighton a dancer? Can you say to him, all right, <laughs> push the kitchen table no, to the if side? You ask him, mm. he will say he has two left feet, so he was definitely happy it was me doing the show and not him. <laughs> um, yeah, so no, I'll just practice in the dance studio. <laughs> what about not even at a wedding or anything, like he won't have a couple of beers and then cut a rug with you on the D floor? Um, oh, look, he probably likes to think he does okay. <laughs> like every man. Head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the signature, bite, bite the bottom uh, lip, yep. hold on to the bourbon, and then just sway your have hips a little. Have I seen you on the dance floor? Do you think I have dance seen floor, you I've seen Stav mm. a few times. Well, I don't think I've seen you. No, music, uh, R&B Fridays. Yeah, but yeah, but you jump and that, is that I, it? I'm a mosher. Okay. Mm. Actual dancing though, Beck, I get no r- I'm so self-conscious about what I would look like. There were so many rumours and I was like, no, oh, it couldn't be true. Because you won the series in 2000 and was it four? Four, 2004. Four, yes. 17 years ago. Wow. wow. Okay. <laughs> That's a and, long time. Mm. And Chris Hemsworth was on it in 2006 and everyone was like, oh, maybe you'll make an appearance. Did they ever reach out for him just to, I guess, pop down because he was filming up the road? I have no idea. I mean, it would, I would like to think. Uh, he would be a, a choice for them to bring back, but I know, as we all know, he's a very busy man. Yes. Mm. <laughs> for him to try and fit it into his schedule, I think it would be almost impossible. But I'm sure the audience would have loved to have seen him. And the boys, uh, guess, but we had yeah. some other great male cast in the show this year, like Maddie J, who did. Um, well, actually, I don't know what I'm allowed to share. I'm not allowed to share. Oh, but yeah. Yeah. He's fantastic yeah. as a dancer. He's really good. <laughs> yes. Oh, hasn't he got so much natural talent? And yeah. He's never danced before. Yep, so everyone really put in the work, and the, the partners are amazing. Like, they really are very patient with us. <laughs> um, but, yeah, a lot of the guys will surprise you Well, uh, their dancing ability. 7.30, uh, Channel 7, it's back on tonight. Beck Hewitt, uh, an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for calling through this morning. Oh, thanks for chatting. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment. About that party, I do appreciate you guys. I don't want to be ungrateful. Mm. Like, I'm I'm not ungrateful. But the only thing you've planned is to try and invite Thor. So you don't know what we're working on yet. We're only telling you as things come to fruition. Yeah, peace now. Yeah, so I'm getting a lot of tweets now of people tagging me, and I appreciate it. Thank you to Andy Lee, who started the joke, you'll be... Thorly missed if you do not attend. Oh, Andy Lee's coming on board. He ripped off my gas exact same Anthony game. Lee. Oh, it sounded better when he did it. <laughs> You'll be Thor. <laughs> That's what I said. You'd be Thor if you no, missed it. No, he said it. Thorly missed. Okay. See what I mean? It's a different, funnier version of it. But then also, it, he's Andy Lee. But then I keep... No, it's Anthony, Anthony Lee. Lee. Oh, I thought you said he's Andy a, Lee. A, <laughs> Who's Anthony Lee? Andy Lee's not even messaged you. Anthony Lee listens to the show. Oh, great. Even yeah. better. Yeah. Um, but then I, I, I still check it now to see whether he's responded, but I know it's ridiculous because he's not going to. You don't know that. And now you've set up a little girl just to cry. It's like saying to your kids you're going to Disneyland when you know the borders are shut. Well, it's your party and you'll cry if you want to. Okay, thanks, Ben. Thanks. (laughs) Abby, I know I've planned nothing in my life ever before. Hmm. Just don't question this one, okay? This time it's going to be different. No, that's not true. You plan a lamb roast. At the, well, Esteban. And the lawn. That's about it. It'll be a great party, right, Stan? <laughs> It'll be the best party. We're planners. You'd be right. Not, you aren't planners. You will be now, but you've never been a planner, either of you. Thanks for nothing. <laughs>
when you open the fridge door and something inside the fridge has obviously had a bit of a bad run and is just over it, over being some food in the fridge and just decides to take a flying leap out of the fridge at the exact moment you open the door. There are two things that are the most annoying when they decide to do that. And they are cherry tomatoes and blueberries. And you know what's worse? Both at the same time. How many did you kick under the fridge? <laughs> All of them. That means yeah. someone shut the door incorrectly. They just tried to shove them in. Yeah, so for the next bit's a booby trap. Oh. Which I realised yesterday is backwards is um, party boob. There you go. Where? Why? How, yeah. Yeah. Did you write it down? <laughs> it just giggled. Made me giggle. So, cherry tomatoes and blueberries. Thanks for no thanks. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alrighty, uh, there we go. Bye. Bye. Stab Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Stab Abby and Matt on B105.